Oh, welcome, welcome, my gorgeous, powerful, powerful listeners. I am recording episode season two in the Powerful Inc. podcast. And I'm so well suited with today's guest, Ilona Lopari of The Life School, who is six years into her business, pushing to eight figures in the coming year. And she is going to walk us through beginnings to present and help us thread the journey from getting started to being established. Um, Ilona left a very successful corporate career because she needed to express her soul in the world. And we all know that story very well. And so she was able to um, quite easily transfer her existing skill set into business But with that came more personal development and new creative ways of establishing her brand online and leveraging the power of online in and out of social media marketing to really be known for what she does. And so she's now coaching six and seven figure entrepreneurs Um, has a a coaching program and serves corporate clients. So she's got a very robust portfolio and is a deep visionary who can see where she wants to end up and take actions along the way to bring it into reality. So welcome to the show, Ilona. I'm so, so excited to open season two with you and to give us the, you know, behind the scenes Um, tangible strategies and ideas and actions for us to really grow with our business. Yeah, thank you so much, Mia, for having me as part of your show. I love the introduction. And the most important part is that it came from your soul, it came from your heart. I'm always about that. Um, And that's actually where I'd love to go back and connect the, the dots is what I've actually written my first book on, which was connecting the dots between my past, my present, and my future, and how all of that um, leverages or helps you in your own individual unique journey of entrepreneurship um, to stay in your path, is what I say, in your authentic path, because I do feel that everyone has a purpose. Our job here on earth is to discover it, and a lot of us have taken the path of entrepreneurship Uh, because we know that through this path, there is no limits to what we can create to discover our inner talents, uh, but also match those inner talents and gifts to the needs of the world, to the problems that we want to solve in the world. So yeah, that's kind of my journey started. um, When did it start? Well, 15, when I came to the US with my um, parents, immigrants, I've seen, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen them uh, struggle through. I was the oldest child. Um, I'm a first generation immigrant now, obviously. And I've seen, you know, a lot of struggle, no language, uh, no job. They were, they had good professions back in, in Albania, but here it's like, and it reminded me of starting my business, like no network, no experience, no connections, none. And, you know, they kind of had to rebuild from there. Um, and I had to grow up very fast. At 15, I got my first job. I had to be a contributor. Right. So I feel like I was like an old soul at 15. Yeah. And I had to just kind of wrap up. And 
ever since I just been solving problems for my family, paying bills, you know, translating, um, uh, doing all the things, because the more you do, the more people start to rely on you. And my parents started relying on me and I started getting praised for my problem solving abilities. Mm -hmm. So that's where the birth of being an overachiever really started. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was good for many years. You know, I kind of climbed the corporate ladder. Um, I got married, I had my two kids early and all of that, because culture wise, you know, that was kind of the standard of society, like what my parents wanted from me, like I brought you to this country, you have to be successful in your career. And you also, you know, uh, grow a family, family. right? Mm -hmm. So been there, done that until the conflict came into, I'm like, wait, I've been living someone else's like definition of my life. Because even though on the outside, I looked like I had it all and I did, Mm -hmm. I had a a good salary. I was climbing a corporate ladder. Now I realize I was successful there because I'm born, I'm an entrepreneur by spirit. My dad was connecting back a lot of his business ventures so I think a lot of things are generationals also, like you yes. just have it in you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's kind of how I discovered um, I got it, went into this soul searching path of figuring out. Um, and what happened is that the journey kind of closed off, right? The universe, you know, whatever people want to believe in mm-hmm. kind of closed those doors. The company was purchased by another company. Mm-hmm. So I had to like figure out like, what is my, you know, the next uh, thing in my path? All I knew is that corporate environment for so many years um so that's how I started kind of exploring entrepreneurship because I knew I had a lot of experience mm-hmm. uh, but of course I I was so scared like I didn't know where to start like I didn't know you know what, what the market was going to look like what I was going to offer who I was going to help the security mm-hmm. I was going to let go my 401k my my health my kids were so small so it's a lot of that noise in the background but one thing that always stood out for me was my inner voice that kept telling me you're meant for something bigger. Mm-hmm. And every time I would listen, and at that time I started meditating as one of it, a really important tool because I had a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. uh, because obviously I was out of alignment. Now I know <laughs> if, yeah. uh, if there's like outside signs showing yes. up, you know, bodily, physically, and all That's of right. that is because I was out of alignment. I didn't know that at that time. Mm-hmm. I just knew I wasn't feeling happy. Um, so a lot of that, um, you know, started happening every time I would sit with myself, that's kind of what I would hear. So yeah, one, one thing led to another, I started doing executive coaching because that was just the most natural. Mm -hmm. And that's like one message that I want to leave for your audience, especially if they're at the beginning of their business, start with what you know, start Mm -hmm. with what you have. That's not going to be your final destination. I did not know that at the time I was like, so perfectionistically trying to figure out the one thing I needed to do next like as if it was going to be the like the the end-all be-all of my Mm -hmm. journey Uh, but at that time it felt like that like I need to figure out like what is my business what is my business I don't know what I have to offer Uh, I I know a lot of stuff but I don't know how to package it all how to monetize yourself right because it's different to show mm-hmm. up at, in a job and deliver the work that's there. And in most or some jobs, the work is created for you. But when you're running your own business, you have to create that work. And, you know, coming from corporate and in the, the striving, almost the chasing energy, we're in a very masculine energy. And then starting a business is going to require feminine energy to balance that out so that you can lean into you and discover 
how to best serve. So tell us about, you know, from here, figuring that out, unsure, taking uncertain action. And then how are you supporting that mindset mindset and soul shift throughout that process? What were some of those triggers that brought that to light? Yeah, uh, great, great, um, great redirection there with the energy. I felt that because again, I've only known uh, the structure was laid out for me. So I was yeah. kind of like someone that just fit in there and I did what I had to do and I performed mm. and I got results and I got promoted <clears throat> and I got rewarded for them. Yeah. That's kind of what that was. But when I came out on my own, I was doing the same thing because I was so used to those habits. I would um, expect results right away. Right. I didn't even know yeah. what it means to grow a business. I'm like, well, why am I not getting the first client? Well, I was doing, you know, live networking. I was just going mm -hmm. out, like trying to put mm -hmm. myself there. I did. I just didn't know what I didn't know. It was like a whole mm -hmm. big world. Yes, yes, I had experience, but there was so much more I didn't know, right, as an entrepreneur. Um, and that's actually what I started to work more towards with my inner intuition, with journaling, with sitting by myself, trying to, you know, connect the dots intuitively mm -hmm. on my mm -hmm. own as I was trying to figure out, okay, what is the next step? Like, who, what what community should I be part of? Like, how do I start, you know, showing up myself uh, for people to know me? I started mm -hmm. learning about branding. I started learning, you know, about marketing. And a lot of these things, again, were concepts that were repeated to me, but doing it for myself was a whole different thing. Yes. Um, so that's kind of where, you know, the intuitive side of me, I started leaning more towards that. Um, and I started, you know, becoming more aware around like, what is my gut is telling me? Like, what is the next right step for me to take right now? At the beginning, there was so much of that. Yeah. And there's so much uncertainty. Every day mm -hmm. I was doubting. Every day I mm -hmm. wanted to quit. Every day I want to go back to safety. I want to go back mm -hmm. another nine to five. My brain's always taking me to like, well, you already experienced your six year resume and just get another job. You can, mm -hmm. You're very qualified. You could just do it. But then this other conflict of me, the inner voice of entrepreneurship is like, no, you got to explore this area because if you're feeling pulled towards it and I started to get some traction, some of my first couple of clients and all of that at the beginning. So then I started seeing some evidence for it. And then I started to see the vision that, wait a minute, with this thing, I can create my own thing and I can work on meaningful work because one thing about me, I've always been a person that always wants to know what is the why, what am I working towards? Yes. If I don't understand the why behind my actions, I'm just not going to be motivated. Even, you know, with the company I was, I was pretty lucky because their culture was really healthy for many years. And I, I learned a lot of leadership there. I learned a lot of things that serve me really well today. Um, so I learned that even there, I always wanted to be that person that worked towards a bigger thing that goes beyond me mm -hmm. so that I could feel fulfilled. Like I kind of knew the secret to fulfillment at that point and how it was always going to be connected with helping others. Mm -hmm. I just, again, did not know what form that was going to take, but that's sort of what, you know, what happened slowly, but surely kind of taking the next step, connecting one dot, hiring a mentor. I mean, that was mm -hmm. my big, uh, that was my big uh, investment that I made in myself yeah. and the business, which helped me. And that was a high level mentor. That's why I'm attracted to like high level, sort of like give me all the information and I'm going to piece it all together. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to just, you know, take the right step intuitively and build on that. I've always been like that kind of person, which is why that's kind of what I offer today, because it's just yeah. natural to me. And that's kind of how I operate too. I guess being the 
I always knew like I was a vision person. Like I, I wanted to always big a big corporation. And I found my company as a corporation. I knew I never wanted to stay as a solopreneur. Okay. But of course, I had a lot of insecurity around what that was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, um, I'm not afraid of leadership and all that. I mean, I've already worked with so many people. I've always got used to working with people. And at the beginning of my journey, being a solopreneur, I had to wear all the hats. I'm like, where's yeah. all the people that should be supporting me? Uh, it was hard for me to transition from leadership and leading teams to me on my own, trying to figure mm-hmm. it all out. And do so it all. Like my beginning. <laughs> and do it all and learn it all and, and do yeah. all the things, marketing, my sales, right? Uh, and being a, a mom and a wife, mom right? Because your children were young at this point and now you're working from home. So maybe you're still taking them to daycare, but you have more schedule flexibility and their demands and different things. So it's a, a big balance. And, um, you know, trying to... F- stretch yourself into the next level version who can carry all of that yeah definitely a lot of value alignment a lot of like one other thing that I could share with your audience is I had to realign my my values the things Mm -hmm. that I thought was important before that was supporting that lifestyle yeah completely shifted from what's what was important to me being an entrepreneur um, and how was I going to, I don't love the world balance, because we know now that's a myth, but how was I going to keep everything in harmony, all the places mm-hmm. coming at the right time, while still I was doing my self-care, taking mm-hmm. care of myself, um, while I was just absorbing so much new information. And for a moment, I'm like, oh my God, it's just too much, right? It and I, of course, I've gone into overwhelm and burnout and mm-hmm. all of that, because I just didn't know how to manage a lot of it. Um I was just hungry for a lot, you know, hungry to learn. Like I've always been a life learner, Mm -hmm. Um, but even that's got to be paced because it's not enough to just learn. You also got to take action. So I had to learn my process of learning, but then implementing, learning, implementing, not at the cost of my health or my family or my relationships. Or your business growth even, right? Because we can get lost in learning I need to learn more 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 and you run down all the rabbit holes and you're spending all this time learning instead of like you just said applying it to the business to move it forward so you know what I'm hearing from this is is really when we're getting started it is overwhelming it's like we've unlocked the keys to Narnia if you know it or you know it it unlocked a a new universe and we want to run around and explore every every corner of it but we have to learn to pace ourselves and to set some boundaries with ourselves so that we can um, not get confused with being an entrepreneur and, um, you know, thinking that that's all about the learning of things. It's actually about the taking of action with what you know, and then experimenting with that and then learning a little more and continuing, continuing to go. So in from where you are now to the beginning, you had mentioned that you started off with some executive client coaching. Um, And so talk us through a little bit of how your program offering grew into the vision of the corporation that you wanted to have. Yeah, Um, so that was my beginning journey offering, uh, we're helping women in executive positions with executive coaching. And then I still felt that that kept me in the corporate environment. And I was just that rebellious child that just want to get out. 
And I wanted to see what the whole, the rest of the world was like. <laughs> so I leveraged my human resource experience of many uh -huh. years um, in that company to offer career coaching for women, uh -huh. helping them grow into leadership positions. Uh -huh. um, so I did that for a little bit. Uh, but then again, still out of alignment, I'm like, no, what was I really good at? So it kept, yeah. I kept intuitively leaning into business. I'm very strong in the business mm -hmm. uh, world and I have a very strong business mind and I, it's just how my brain is wired. So mm -hmm. figuring out also where I was the most gifted is what led me to business strategy, business coaching, mm -hmm. business strategy, uh, business consulting now with mm -hmm. work with organizations. So that's what I did. I helped entrepreneurs with um, my framework now, which is obviously more cleaned up over the years. Mm -hmm. I started helping them grow their business, to grow their business. So anything from mindset, branding, marketing, um, sales and systems. And over time, I uh, tweaked my process, obviously, to understand, wait, what are the fundamentals of every business? And that's kind of where I came up with my, uh, what I teach now to entrepreneurs and corporations, which is every business needs mindset, vision, mm -hmm. mission, you know, long-term, where are we going as a company? Uh, and of course, a lot of overcoming of the mindset blocks and all of that. So mindset, um, branding, we all have to learn how to position ourselves right in the market in as a, in a career wherever we are i mean i had the experience of both so i knew positioning authority building uh understanding how to put yourself out there build know like and trust and all that stuff that we now know is part of your branding um and then the marketing side is how do we now uh connect the dots with the people that find us in the attraction phase how do we build on like and trust? And what is that journey, those touch points as human beings that we need to, that we get to, we don't need to do anything. Everything we get to make the impact we get to make. How is it that we can uh, instill touch points in our business journey so that we build no like and trust with people? And when it comes to the sales process, it's already a very natural process because we have already built no like and trust. Mm -hmm. So it's just a meeting of the minds. You have a, a problem, I might I have a solution. So how is it that you know I can help you at the next level uh, as a client, right? So connecting the dots between all of that. And then what I realize as you get in full capacity, you do all the marketing, sales, and the branding, which is always need to happen if you're mm -hmm. growing a business, if your doors of the business are open. Yes. Uh, that's always gonna happen. It's not one thing you do. Because a lot of people, I think, I find that they, you know, stop or struggle with that when you serve a lot of clients. They just rely mm -hmm. on their clients and service delivery and referrals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the main one. But that's very dangerous because if you mm -hmm. want to keep growing, those pools can dry very fast and you mm -hmm. can not have any new income coming in. And as an entrepreneur, you constantly want to do this and then bring in new people yes. and keep serving and then create systems and team to keep, yes. you know, growing the impact. So it's always like these things always got to work in harmony. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I develop my system with um, with a framework that I teach now inside my program. So if you're more seasoned, full capacity, you need some systems, recurring things that you are doing. Let's leverage the power of automation. Let's leverage the power of tools that can help you do it um, recurring faster, right? Move you out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, 
set you free. I would say systems set you free. Mm -hmm. And then of course, a team to expand your vision to make more impact because it's only one of you. It's only 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. How much can you complete? How much can you do, right? So mm -hmm. bringing in the right people and that's what I help businesses with. What are those first couple of hires? How to onboard people? Mm -hmm. All that good stuff. How to structure the company, right? Yes. So that yeah. you have layers of uh, the right uh, positions that are supporting you at this phase and stage of growth. Yes. Yeah. Um, because business is just like life. It's in stages and phases of growth, right? And uh, you need different things at different stages. Different, different phases and stages. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is where I get really fired up because I, I so passionately, so vehemently want startups to very much think about three and five years out and have a clean house to lead them to that. So that strategy and that simplicity to be running a solopreneur business that can become, that can hold capacity and grow into a team leader-led business. And um, which is to say that it's never too soon for systems and it's never too soon for strategy. And, you know, as we talked about in our preamble of because like growing with the business, that the two of you are this dynamic force and either of you will only get as far as the other is. So you have to grow together and um, complement and have a, a bit of understanding that the business becomes its own living entity that's going to need specific type of care and you're responsible for seeing that and giving it bringing it in while also taking care of yourself so you're wearing these two hats of growing into the CEO you want to be while growing a business you know that will reach the mission that you have um, and if if particularly for me if female startups are doing this nearly out of the gate, then this um, exponential um, current of energy is, is going to be very different, uh, you know, in three and five years out than if we continue this sort of scramble uncertainty energy in growing them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes back to this vision thing that I um, I talk about. And a lot of times it scares solopreneurs because mm. they don't know the they don't know the future. Obviously. That's why it's called a vision, because if you knew it, <laughs> it would be your vision. It would be, it would be your normal state of operation, it would be your day to day. So but that's the thing with that. I would say that uh, under just, you know, think back of some of the where some of the values that you have, like what, what are your lifestyle? Uh, where do you see yourself in five years, right? 10 years. And we always have heard this question everywhere, right? But kind of, you know, what do you, where do you see yourself? Close your eyes, visualize, right? What is that version of yourself? What do you want to do? Like for me, you know, I see a different picture than I'm sure if you did the same thing for yourself, right? Because we have different callings, different talents, different, you know, aspirations, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that would be the bigger vision. And of course, that's going to be the thing that you were going to transform into, right, eventually. So you don't need to know the how, 
<laughs> so that's the whole all the tyranny of the how. Just know what you see there and jot it down, right? I don't teach vision boarding and all that, but these are all great tools, mm -hmm. uh, right? Jot it down and then work backwards, I would say. So yeah. I usually plan my business a year out. And even that I plan it in, uh, in three month increments. Mm -hmm. So I consider my quarters like months. Because mm -hmm. even a year is just too far out, especially being in today's business world, virtual world. It just feels like there's always so much changes happening that if I'm planning for something that I want to do now, it's probably not the most important priority like a year down the line. Right. So I've learned to kind of, I mean, I used to do that because I, I didn't know what I didn't know, yeah. but that's what I've learned now. So I just plan in three month increments and I consider that my year. So now mm -hmm. we're going into April, May, June. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of this with my clients as well. So we're just planning for quarter two, mm -hmm. which we consider that year two in business, right? Year one was January through March. Mm -hmm. And now April through end of June, we're going quarter two. And now we're going to align our goals and our strategies or our tactics with, you know, in these three months. And we just need to stay laser focused in these three months. That's right. Um, and then at the end, we do plan to reveal. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people mm -hmm. are missing this part yeah. um, because, you know, we just do, 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 busy, busy, especially women. You know, mm -hmm. our I think our biggest gift is that we can do so much, yeah. but that's also our biggest um, thing that holds us back in business because we, we lack focus. Men, they can do this so much easier because their brain is more linear, linear right? yes. and you can stay very focused and yeah. focus is powerful in business. The more you kind of just diluting your energy, mm -hmm. the more your results are being diluted. And of course, it's going to cost you another way, self-care burden and all that good stuff. <laughs> which is Yes, awesome. yes, because um, then you never clock out. And as a solopreneur, you feel like if you're not doing it, no one will. And we, at least I've been finding that, you know, it's a very linear view of me looking for clients and, you know, trying to... Um, fish them almost with one fishing rod but there's ways that I can leverage even the power of just me to have more reach out of one action or three actions yeah. instead of you know a hundred actions to get that reach so what would be some tips that you could give to a startup solopreneur to kind of um get a, a bit of a higher return for things that they're doing um you know so that so that we're not so that we can focus in and do things that really move the marker for us yeah and that's actually what i was saying with the planning part you need yeah. to work on your business so those times yeah. you work on your business so then when you are in uh execution mode is what i call right. it yeah right you're mm -hmm. you're doing yeah. the doing yeah. <laughs> um, then I mean obviously your brain space you're going to be focused yeah. on that but that's actually how you make sure you work on the right priorities because mm -hmm. you know those things you already plan ahead for mm -hmm. and you taking that action the next action with maybe building a list right growing mm -hmm. your audiences uh, creating content mm -hmm. uh, starting conversations right those activities are all going to be in your day-to-day -day, time back to your bigger goal which is always going to move your business forward but I would say 
a mentor or someone that gives you the awareness around what are the big things that you need to work in your business is crucial because you could be working towards things out of a limited awareness, right? You just probably see like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe I should join this Facebook group. Like someone, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe I can market there, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. I could just go on LinkedIn. Maybe I can just go network, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many ways, um, but that's where you get in trouble. I think if you don't have that bigger plan for yourself and how does that, you know, align in your day-to-day, Um, So that you stay focused and intentional. Um, That's one. The other one is you got to stay very disciplined. Um, Mm -hmm. Almost like if you just get this indication to just go chase the next thing and it's not in your, you know, what you set out to do, almost abide by your calendar, like it's it's God, right? Because you need enough activity to understand what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And most people just take one little small step and the thing is not working, Mm -hmm. right? And in business, you got to build, you got to build, you got to put in the reps, you got to do it, you got to do it, you got to do it. And then when you do it enough, you have enough information or feedback for plan to review, Mm -hmm. but you got to go at it for a little bit. So mm-hmm. don't be discouraged and give up very quick when maybe, uh, you know, you are creating content and you don't get any traction on engagement. Content is not supposed to do anything, only warm up your audience, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. other marketing strategy. How are you starting conversations from your content? Exactly. That's when the magic is. But so do not, so you have to understand how things connect. You have to have the big picture. This is what I feel in in my industry, what's missing, which is what makes me very unique and different, Mm -hmm. I feel, right? And also my client results testimonies show for it Mm -hmm. because I'm giving them the big vision, the big picture, and then everybody, I help them implement it all slowly. But once people understand that, okay, when I do this, this is supposed to lead me to that or to that and to that. Now people can take more um, uh, purposeful action and it's always going to drive them uh, to have a result because they're building, they're working towards the right things. Like you always got to build a brand. You always got to market. You The size of your business, the size of your network. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all have said, I mean, you've probably heard it in many different ways, right? So you understanding those big picture things helps you work so much more purposefully. Even I tell people, like my clients too, when I we meet them again, I do private and we also do groups, a few other offers. But when I meet them again, I'm like, even if you worked on one to two very important priorities, you you won the day. You don't have mm-hmm. to do a million little busy work that right. means nothing at the end of That's the day. Right. Like even, even for myself, because I don't always get all the stuff on my calendar, right? So then mm-hmm. I have to go plan to review, reorganize my stuff, right? Do something about it. Uh, but in the moment, even if you work on one to two things that are moving the bigger needle mm-hmm. forward, you won the day. You worked purposefully. You worked yes. intentionally. So, so in that feminine energy. smart. Right? That, that masculine doing with that feminine-led vision and strategy so that it actually makes sense so this I hope that the list I've picked up so much and there's been quite a few um Ilona quotes that I'm just like they're fantastic and and when you've said them I really hope listeners have heard them because you have a 
an incredible and gentle way of reminding us to cut the noise and just get the shit done that needs to get done. Busyness is not business. And business really requires some very hard skills around it. It's not this um, like fluffy pink cloud that just floats around <laughs> creating things. It's, it's like a fitness plan that needs strength training by repetition. And that's how we develop habits, right? So yes. those are the, that's how we become. That's yes. when we hear about, and I always had a problem with this too. I didn't always connect. Like there was mm -hmm. gaps like between mm -hmm. information and yeah. me really having this in my awareness. That's how we become the person. Yeah. Because when you look back, I look back now at some things that used to freak me out like a year ago or things that were not in my habits yet, muscle mm -hmm. memory yet, mm -hmm. that took me so much more effort to do them a year ago, but now they become second nature. Mm -hmm. And there's some basic skills in business that are always going to, you're going to have them for life. I don't care yeah. what business you build. Yeah. And that's what I'm proud to teach people, skills that you can build any business with. Once I give the foundation and the roadmap, you can build any business because now you know how to do it, right? So yes. it's just like any other area of life. Once you understand how to do something through experience, mm -hmm. you can go back and do it. Mm -hmm. Just repurposing it in different ways and looking at different patterns and you just keep you know recycle the same information yes. and you just adapt it to that it's not it's not really you know rocket science at the end of the day so once you understand you know but I'm a big person of skills practice putting in the reps um, and understanding that you're investing in yourself mm -hmm. one of the biggest skills in business is learn how to articulate you know, communication, I would say, is mm -hmm. number one, especially if you're a service provider. Everything is communication. Communication when you speak, communication with your clients, communication right here on this podcast, mm -hmm. communication anywhere you that you go. Um, and I would say learn the, the how to network with people, how to have conversations, mm -hmm. um, and how to um, intentionally um, connect with other human beings so that you can be of value so then there will be a natural exchange of something, right? Yeah. And that usually is in business, uh, the value that you have to offer where money is exchanged. That's really the definition of sales because we could be exchanging other things. We can be exchanging information. We can be exchanging, um, you know, um, contacts. We could be exchanging mm -hmm. other things, right? But the definition of when we exchange a service for the bartering of money that's what sales is always about. So I would say learn the skill of communication and that really falls under your, um, your skills that you learn with your selling. Um, you have to be a very authentic seller, but I don't even think I ever sell. I'm always serving. So mm -hmm. learn how to do these things your own way. It's just skills that you're always going to have for life because you're always going to work with other humans. <laughs> and there's certain yes. things that you know us as humans we kind of do over and over we just yeah. do it in different settings um so I would say that's the most powerful stuff and everything is a practice if you're not naturally talented in those areas then beat at it with practice the more yeah. you do it if you want to grow your speaking just speak mm -hmm. if you want to grow your writing I'm working on that right now because it's yeah. not my Yep. I just write, right? Anything, like yep. whatever you want to improve, just do it. And Practice the more it. you do it, it will become a, a muscle memory and a second nature. 
but we just have to be patient with the process. I think that's the most important part because most people are like, ah, eh, this is not working. Mm-hmm. I don't see how. That's why one of the big things I do is always vision cast for people because once they understand the bigger reason why, they will want to show up for their business because go. they understand if I show up on video, mm-hmm. here's how it's helping me with all these other things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand the why. That's why social media is overwhelming. That's why video, like getting on video is just like, oh my gosh, it's like the end of the world, right? Because it opens up all of these insecurities, insecurities and stuff. But once you do it for the impact and because mm-hmm. you want to show up to serve, you want to reach that woman or that ideal audience that you feel compelled to help it changes the game because now I'm not showing up here for me and you Mia I'm mm-hmm. showing up here for people that are going to listen to this right. um, that we can maybe serve I mean even if one little information I shared or you shared today changes someone else's life I mean I'm, I'm very happy I said mission accomplished exactly so connecting it to the bigger uh, reason why you started your business I think it's a big factor and that's missing for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, and I think, yeah, that's really important. We always hear the why, the why, the why, the why. I always say the vision, right? If you want to mm-hmm. make the impact, honestly, I don't know many people in business who started their business only for money. They're not going to last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a goal to have. Uh, maybe, you know, even I thought money was very important and I had to yeah. do a lot of money, <laughs> money uh, washing away a lot of that of fear and all of that. But once people are aware, we understand that money is a byproduct. Mm-hmm. You can't lead with the money. You can't lead with that. I want to make the most amount of money. Now my goals are all impact driven. I used to make all, I used to, I used to plan all, always money goals and results. Yeah. Like, oh, get this many of my clients. I'm going to get this much sales. I don't do that anymore. Now it's impact. How many more people can I reach? Where are they? How can mm-hmm. I reach them? Where do I need to focus on? So impact goals always lead you to to money and money is just a tool and in the right hands, it will always, uh, it just elevates who you really are. It doesn't change anything. So if you're already working on these things, if your heart is pure, your heart is there for the right reason, it will show up in everything you do. And money is just a tool that you will have to have more. You can invest back in the business, open up, you know, get more team, reach your impact, right? Keep keep going, do, you know, philanthropy, whatever else. That's one of my, always my main things. So yeah. in, in listening really to you describe that, and I've, I've heard it multiple times in different ways, um, but I just want to re-articulate that what you're saying is you show up in your fullest, pure heart, beautiful choice of words, expressions, and you're out there being this fantastic, loving um empowering being and then money's like oh there's a party over there I want to come join and is attracted to that kind of energy and then you know we'll come saddle up to you because you're not chasing you you are just doing what you would do if money didn't exist and you know it's a whole other metaphysical conversation over does money really exist but if we can start Mm. to to play into does money really exist it helps us just do and be uh, in our soul's evolution and our soul's expression and as I said money will see that fun you know um uh, uh, will be attracted to that vibe 
and want to come hang out. Yeah, I also believe money is limitless energy. There's mm -hmm. limitless, it's just energy. I mean, mm -hmm. we just use it as a tool of exchange for society. I just set it all up that way. But you, when you add value and you become a person of value, money will follow you. People want to pay you mm -hmm. if they want the problem you are solving. Mm -hmm. So that's where you also want to, I'm, I'm addicted to value. I'm like, how can I add value? How much more can I add? What else can I do to make it better? What can I do? Like, I'm, I'm just like an addict at it because mm -hmm. I know that the more value I add, the rest of the stuff will always fall into place. And the more I know how to articulate it, that's the other mm -hmm. part. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that do, 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 they add value, but they, you know, they don't know how to set up the rest of their business models that way and all of that. I think it's all got to work together. But ultimately, people pay you for the solution of the problem that you solve and for the results and for the transformation you know, you're able to provide. So they don't care about the process. You could give me the same result in a month. And, uh, you know, the money is just an exchange of, I guess, where the market placed that value, honestly, at the end of the day, right? Um, so, but we we got to work with some of that as well. It's not, we're not a sole ent entity. Uh, but I would say that it's always based on the value you add. So the more value you add, make that your number one priority in business. How can I add the most value? And how is it that I can always improve my offers so that they're adding amazing value? So it's just a no-brainer for people. It's just, mm -hmm. of course, like this makes sense. And then let them, uh, the, the testimonials speak for you. That's yeah. your legacy. <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. the reputation. I love that part, right? Yeah. Do well, serve people well, and you don't have to worry about the more of the branding because mm -hmm. people will do the branding for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe at the beginning you have to do it, right? Uh, but later on, once you build a good base of people and clients, there's so many people vouching for you because they, it comes from their heart. You yeah. already impacted them in a way or another, so they want to share that. That's right. So they build your brand. <laughs> they help, and they help you, you know, continue to step into what it is that you're setting out to do where their validation affirmations that that become your evidence that you know you are on the right path and to keep going encourage encourage to keep going yeah i i love to hear the impact because that's fueled that's fuel for my soul that's mm -hmm. how i create <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean if i don't hear the impact if i don't know how it's affecting people then it's it's like you're doing it in a dry vacuum i'm like well maybe this would work but when you really see the results of your labor, which is why I say yeah. that uh, selling is serving people at a high level, because if, when you sell, that's when you start the journey with them mm -hmm. and you get to see the impact that you get to make with them. Right. So that becomes food for a uh, food for uh, for soul. A lot of times when people come to me at the beginning of the business, I'm like, let's get a couple of clients and I don't even have to tell you anything because you're going to be addicted to that. You're going to love it mm -hmm. because people want to help people. Right. So once you hear the impact that you are making, then it just becomes uh, like the, your, the food for your creativity, for creation, mm -hmm. to keep mm -hmm. going, to do even better, to reach even more people. Um, it's just uh, it's like an artist, you know, mm -hmm. like when you love music, it's like mm -hmm. your music is like feeds your soul. So yes. you want to listen to more of that to be inspired. Yes. I think it's the same thing, yeah. <laughs> just in our own ways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
gorgeous, just gorgeous. What a powerful conversation. There's so, like I said already, so many gold nuggets in here. And I can't wait to share this episode <laughs> and, and remind us to um, trust ourselves, stay clear, and just keep going. Just keep going with it. Ilona, this has been such a pleasure. I can't thank you enough for sharing your heart with us today. Um, and I look forward to sharing you with my audience and, you know, introducing them to you and, and seeing um, what, what more we can fertilize our, our worlds with as a result of this connection. Absolutely. It was a beautiful conversation, Mia, and I love that it came from the heart. And every time you speak from the heart, I realized in my life, it's always the right message. Mm -hmm. You don't have to try hard. You just, it just comes through. You just channel it and, you know, it's always, it hits the right, uh, the right people at the right time. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really hope I served. And uh, yeah, if your audience wants to further connect, they can go to my website, alonalaparicoaching.com, and I have more resources up there and they can get to know me a little bit better as well. Yeah. yeah. And I recommend that you do listeners because she's amazing. <laughs> if you want to become that, you need to be around people who have done it. That's it. We don't have to figure everything out ourselves. Beautiful. Thanks, Ilona. I'll drop that in the show notes. And um, it's just been a real treasure. I look forward to staying connected online. Likewise.